Hey, hey. Hello. We're back. After a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we blinked and all of a sudden literal months had gone by. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we haven't recorded since before Christmas. And here we are. Almost March. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but before we tell you all what we've been up to, um, we should introduce ourselves. Yeah. So if you're joining us for the first time, hi, I'm M. And I'm Tima. Welcome to Bed Buds. Where we fall down the internet and pop culture rabbit hole, go into a couple of nerdy deep dives and obsessions along the way, and explore the wildest stories from our friends and the internet. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Well, first I want to introduce our little special guest here. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Uh, yeah, my dog's in the room with us. His name is Fox. Do you want to say hi, Fox? Yeah. Perfect. Man of uh, <laughs> not many words. Yeah. Uh, well, when he wants to, he can definitely be loud. But right now he's he's chilling. So yeah, what have you been up to? Um, I got a new job as a medical scribe. Yeah. And there's been a lot of training and a lot of learning. It's been really fun, but really kind of hectic for the past month and a half or so. Um, so that's kind of what occupied most of my time. Yeah. How's that been? Medical scribing. Like what, what exactly does a medical scribe do? Okay. So they follow around physicians, NPs and PAs and basically document all patient interactions. Oh, um, it's that person. Yeah. Okay. And you know, they're typing away. So you have to have a high um, words per minute. Okay. Bragging. And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, I'm not even like, I don't even have that. Right. Like I have a high enough one that meets like the requirement. But um, I'm a little nervous to actually be on floor because I haven't done on floor training yet. I've only done like computer training and whatnot. But even the computer training was pretty tough. Just keeping up with everything that they're saying and having to annotate all those words and everything. It's been a little tough. But um, I'm actually really, really excited um, for this opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. Is are you in like a hospital or private practice mm-hmm. or something? I'm in a hospital. I work in the. I'm gonna be working in the ED, so emergency department. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Fancy acronyms. <laughs> ED. Have to. I can't type all them out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so exciting, though. I'm yeah. so happy for you. How about you? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, well, back in December when mm-hmm. we last did this, um, I took a spur of the moment trip. Uh, <laughs> so I went to go see my fiance in Ecuador. Uh, that's where he lives. And yeah, we just spent New Year's Christmas together um, and just like have been going through the whole visa process and trying to get all that squared away. Um, but yeah, hopefully he'll be here sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. But yeah, that's kind of what's been occupying my time. Yeah. Um, also, like I moved back in November and I know it's like technically been a while, but I feel like I'm still in transition. I feel like it takes mm-hmm. so long to actually get acclimated to a new space. Yeah. And especially with a dog, that. like I bring Fox with me. And he's not fully acclimated yet still. So it's just kind of a lot. And also your roommate has a cat. And yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well. If anyone has any tips for like blending a dog and a cat into one apartment who've never lived with other animals, mm. please let me know because it's a struggle. I mean, months now mm. and we still have to use a baby gate between them. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I wish I can offer you some help, but 
Yeah, it's tough. Like the cat, her name is Boo. She has a good day where she doesn't hiss at Fox. And that's the day that Fox decides to bark and growl. The next day, he's a perfect angel. He brings her his toys and she's like just hissing up a storm. I feel like they're always just like not on the same page. Okay. They're not aligned. They're not aligned. I feel like their star signs must be completely opposite. Yeah, maybe. What's Fox's (laughs) star sign? Do you know? March. March 23rd. He's a, is that a Pisces? No. He's a, he's an Aries. Mm. He's a fiery little boy. Maybe that's why. (laughs) Maybe when he's not getting some kind of attitude, he needs to do it himself. Mm. He feels like he needs to take on that role. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) That's true. He needs to like make sure there's drama happening at all times. Like someone has to be bringing it. (laughs) Yeah, Tima here is in love with my dog. Yeah, so I have this issue whenever I'm around Fox, I start clenching my jaw because I just want to bite him and eat him um okay relax <laughs> like scoots fox away from you. <laughs> so my jaw is just constantly hurting around him and i have to find another way to um release that <laughs> it's not healthy oh my gosh okay well uh i'm slightly concerned <laughs> moving on <laughs> Uh, y'all, okay, so normally what we do on here is we talk about stories from the internet, sometimes from our friends, usually from like Reddit, Quora, those kinds of things. That's a lot of fun, and we definitely want to keep doing that. But episodes one through six of the new season of Love is Blind just dropped, and we can't really think about much else right now. We're obsessed. We're obsessed, and and we have not talked about it to each other. Yes, we saved it. I literally, yeah, I have not (laughs) spoken to a single living soul, not even Fox, about, wow, did our hands just, what what if our hands touched while we were petting my dog? It was, you didn't notice, but on the side, a couple minutes ago, we were holding hands. You and me or you and Fox? Me and you, but okay, whatever. (laughs) I don't know, you want to eat him or something. Okay, well, I guess we could hold hands over Fox. (laughs) That's fine. Um, But yeah, we haven't talked about Love is Blind. So uh, I think we're going to go ahead and like do our normal story reactions. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the episode, we're going to do like a Love is Blind recap, reaction, give our takes. I'm dying to know what you think. Yeah, I want to know what you think. I feel like you have a lot of thoughts. I do. I do. But I'm sure you do too. I do too. (laughs) No thoughts Um. had empty. like i've never had a thought in my life <laughs> never i'm just like fox um, um so for those of you who haven't watched the show yet um we'll put the timestamps in the episode description so you can bow out when it comes to that time and if you just want to stay for the love is blind conversation you can also go there we'll put it in the timestamps but also even if you haven't watched the episode we'll be giving a little bit of context on who's who so that you're not totally lost And also, you should watch the show. If you're on this podcast, I know that you love drama that has nothing to do with your own life. Same. Not judging. Uh, And Love is Blind is a great time. Uh, Well, with that, should we start diving into some stories? Let's do it. I have one for you. Oh, all right. All right. Right up. First to to bat. Up to the the plate. Yeah, we don't know sports. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I it's think baseball, you might be right? right. Up, up to the plate to bat. It's not podium. <laughs> up to the podium. Like, we're sure it's not podium. I'm, okay. Pr- I'm pretty sure. Okay. That's like speech and debate. Okay. 
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, anyways, so this first story is from Reddit and it's from r slash am I the asshole. Okay. A All classic. Right. Okay. Am I the asshole for expecting to stay the night with a date? I had a first date arranged for the weekend. I'm currently staying in my friend's spare room as my apartment flooded. He doesn't have a spare key, so all he asks is that I'm back in the house by midnight as he has to be up early for work. If I'm not back, I won't be able to get back into the apartment. When I was getting back for the date, he asked that I don't bring them back to his and that if I come back to again be back by midnight, which is fine, I guess. I get on the date and I explain the situation and let her know when I need to head off by and she says that's fine. The date is going really well and it gets to nearly midnight and I say that I better be heading off. She says I can stay at hers if I want to stay out later. And since the date is going well, I agree. We have another drink, then go back to hers. This is about 1.30 now. We go to hers and go to her bedroom, but before anything can happen, she just says, Actually, can you leave? I ask if everything is alright, and she just repeated for me to leave. I mentioned that I have nowhere to go now, and the cheapest hotel is over 200 euros for a night, so I can't get a hotel. She just repeated again to leave and says I'm trying to manipulate her into letting me stay. I point out that's not what's happening and that she was the one who said I could stay. I mentioned that I'm fine sleeping on the floor or sofa, but that I don't really want to be on the streets all night. She just repeats that it's not her problem and to get out. She says I was out of order for trying to manipulate her. Am I the asshole for expecting to stay at my date's house? You said this was the first date? Mm-hmm. First date. Huh. I don't know. I mean, oh gosh, that's kind of tough. I feel like she is well within her right to kick anyone out of her house whenever she chooses to like Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. um and we're only hearing his side of the story Mm -hmm. so maybe she was comfortable bringing him over and then he was like acting some type of way and she was Mm -hmm. like "Mm, i think he wants something that i'm not ready for you need Mm -hmm. to go yeah you know maybe she had a moment of like oh maybe i shouldn't have invited this guy back on the first day like maybe it's weird vibes like i don't feel safe that's well within her right Mm mm-hmm but if he is a completely la- reliable narrator, which like we never know, but it let's say we believe him and he was just like acting totally normal. Mm-hmm. It's still her right, but I could definitely see him being like confused, mm-hmm. kind of like annoyed of like, mm-hmm. why well, I wasn't even going to come over. And then you said I could. Yeah. So now I just literally don't have a place to sleep. Yeah. Like I can see that too, for sure. I agree. I can see how he he can be annoyed at the situation because he would have gone home at midnight yeah. if she didn't say anything. But she does have the right to revoke that consent, mm-hmm. you know, because it is her space. And I don't know, it feels a little off. Like, it seems like he made her feel uncomfortable in some way. And I don't want to yeah. make that assumption, but for her to just switch a flip and be like, actually, can you leave? Yeah. It seems like something went on Did you there. say switch a flip? Yeah. <laughs> Don't, is that not a saying? Flip the switch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I'm still going to say switch a flip. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, so a lot of the comments were kind of blaming him, mm-hmm. honestly. They were like, you shouldn't be expecting to stay at anyone's place, even if they say that you can go there yeah you know because it's it's a first date like you don't fully know this girl yeah um and she has the right to kick you out essentially Mm -hmm. so yeah but i I, it's hard because there was also another comment 
that was like, oh, you know, I had a similar situation. Um, and the girl just like kicked me out. Like they were like naked and they were kind of into it mm-hmm. already. And then her roommate came and she went down and talked to her roommate. There was no yelling or anything like that. And then after that, um, he came back or she came back up and told him to leave like out of nowhere. And there was Mm. like he was like, okay, well, but even even in that case, like, I feel like true still she has the right to like stop that interaction at any point. But yeah, I could see being confused for sure. It was just more like, oh, maybe this wasn't his fault. Mm -hmm. Maybe she just didn't want to anymore. Yeah. Um, Which, again, is completely in her right. But I could understand where he could be a little. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like if if it were me, like if if I were her, Mm -hmm. I think and like I, you know, like changed my mind in that moment. Mm -hmm. um, And he was like, no, I literally don't have anywhere to go. Mm hmm. I think I would, unless if he did something to actively give me bad vibes, mm-hmm. I think I would, like, let him sleep on the couch or something. Yeah. And just make yeah. it very clear of, like, I'm locking my door, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, at the end of the day, he's a he's a, he's a stranger, right? Yeah. So even letting him stay away from me she should have during that, that night is a little... I don't know. I also, like, I don't know. Y'all, like, any single girls in the comments, like... Mm-hmm. Do you feel comfortable, like, letting somebody come to your house mm-hmm. on the first date? Because that would stress me out to yeah. no end. Like, I would, li- I don't know, I've just watched too many movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not want you knowing where I live, where I work. Exactly. Anything about, like, where you can find me until I am, like, certain of your character. I agree. It's, I wouldn't bring anyone over yeah. to my house that early. That's a little That's scary. scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless if I live in, like, a building with, like, a security guard in the lobby or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I've done, like, a background check on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I know his social, exactly where he lives, his yeah. blood type, yeah. his fingerprints. Yeah, yeah. all of it. All of what that. car he drives, how he shaves his face in the morning, Oh, oh. how he brushes his teeth. Does he floss? Does he floss? Right. Prerequisite, All important questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Agree. Yeah. Fox, what do you think? No notes. <laughs> no notes. Never any notes. <laughs> um, but most of the comments were kind of like assuming that he had done something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that makes sense. I think it's like hard to believe that he didn't do something, honestly, mm-hmm. like in that because it's just so sudden. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. My turn? Your turn. All right. <laughs> Uh, so this one is coming from r slash am I wrong, which is a new one for me. And this was only posted yesterday. So it's called, am I wrong for putting peanuts in my food and not putting an allergen label on it, knowing that the food thief is allergic? Mm. So my office recently got a new hire, Omar. He's a young Muslim guy, fresh out of college. And ever since he was onboarded, my food has been going missing. I mention his religion because I'm also Muslim and it's hard to find halal food on such short notice. And it's been really difficult not having food to eat because it's been stolen. Mm. My theory is that he stole my food because I'm the only obviously Muslim one in the office and he knows that my food is okay to eat. I've tried talking to him about this, but he always plays dumb and denies knowing anything about my missing meals. As the title says, Omar is allergic to peanuts. On Friday, I brought leftovers, which included peanuts. I made sure to label the package clearly with my name, but I didn't think to include any label about it having peanuts in it. No one else in the office uses allergen labels for their food, and it didn't even cross my mind. 
When I got to the fridge and realized my food was once again missing, I rushed to Omar's desk, where I of course found him eating my food. And I told him that the lunch he had stole had peanuts in it. His eyes got really wide and he went for his EpiPen, and thank goodness he injected himself before the reaction got really bad. After Omar got done panicking about his reaction, he blew up at me. He said that I could have killed him, and I said that he wouldn't have been in danger if he wasn't a liar and a thief. He told me that it was my fault for not putting an allergen label on the packaging, and I said that I'm lactose intolerant, but I don't expect everybody to put labels on their dairy because I don't steal people's food. He said that that's different because milk won't kill me, and I said it was the same principle. HR has ruled in my favor, but now requires allergen labels on all foods. And the entire office is mad at me, not just for the inconvenience of the labels, but because I, quote, targeted Omar and tried to kill him. Now I feel bad. Am I in the wrong here? Well, um, <laughs> definitely his fault. Yeah. It's not her responsibility to cater her food to everyone when she's the only one who's supposed to be eating it. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And, like, I'm very confused on how the whole office is attacking her over this. Yeah. That really doesn't make sense to me because I feel like if we're there and we're hearing this, we're like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you're definitely in the right, you know? So for everyone else to not think that way is a little strange. Yeah. I wonder, like, to what extent it's, like, maybe Omar is super likable, like, everyone in the office, like, he's just, like, everyone's buddy. And Mm -hmm. also coupled with the fact that, like, he doesn't steal anyone else's food Mm. so they're not personally affected by this right right you know and so maybe they're like well you've been complaining for months about how he's targeting your food and now you wanted to get revenge like you've never eaten peanuts until now i don't know i could like i wouldn't i be saying all this i see i I see see someone yeah going there i see where you're going with that i do it's just so odd to me still because even if it wasn't being done to me personally i would be annoyed for her yeah you know and like if i was a co-worker i wouldn't be attacking her over this no i agree not she didn't intentionally put peanuts in her food to give him some kind of allergic reaction no she wanted to eat lunch yeah and she (laughs) likes peanuts right (laughs) it's it's her lunch yeah and for him to automatically blame her yeah Uh, just a lot of weird things going on here and you know i'm muslim myself and yes halal meat is more expensive than normal meat Mm. i get that but that's not an excuse to eat someone else's food no it's also extra gross because like he is aware Mm -hmm. that like she's saying like especially bothers her that he steals her food because it's hard to get that food on short notice right he should know better than anyone yeah that that's hard yeah so like by him wanting to have this convenient way of getting food or whatever his reason is like he's particularly inconveniencing somebody who's gone through that exact same thing right who's now going through that thing because now she doesn't have food right yeah you're right also just okay like thinking about him blatantly eating her food at his desk i know i know i know not even in (laughs) the stairwell image of that is bizarre (laughs) i know that is so so blatant you're so right like just no what's the word in english shame no shame shameless (laughs) (laughs) just like absolutely shameless yeah like okay i feel like first of all i would never ever do this to anyone i would never steal someone's food but if i were to do it i would take it out eat a little there put it back 
I wouldn't take the whole <laughs> container to my desk. I feel like you would eat someone's food based on the way that you just said that. I would, no, I'm You're just like, thinking. I would just take a nibble. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm just trying to get in his mind a little. Okay, okay. You got to get inside the mind yeah. of the criminal. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> this is criminal. All right. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. All I'm saying is he should have at least thought that through a little bit. Or, or. You know, in the office rooms, they usually have plastic plates. Yeah. Plastic forks. He could have taken a little bit out and put it on that. Yeah, for sure. And taken it to his freaking cubicle. <laughs> like, why would he do that? No, that is so blatant. It's so crazy that he was just like, lunch for me? Like, yeah. from the same person I'm stealing from every single day, yeah. and she literally knows it's me? She's yeah. going to take that to my desk. Also, this poor girl, because, like, she, he's clearly been doing this every mm-hmm. single day and i'm mm-hmm. like also like why didn't you go to hr until now too yeah. like you i feel like you should have gone to hr if you knew it was him yeah. you should have gone to his desk earlier yeah and been like i literally see you eating like take a picture of him eating your food and go to hr exactly like she should have done that and if if she was uncomfortable doing that yeah. she should have just wrote has peanuts on every single on every single meal yeah even if it didn't have peanuts yeah. just write it just pad thai every single day exactly. pad thai and pb and j every day yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> she has pizza puts peanut butter on the pizza <laughs> no it is crazy like i'm so glad that hr ruled in her favor also mm-hmm. because i saw another story mm-hmm. a long time ago i don't remember the details but mm-hmm. there was another story where like there was an office thief mm-hmm. and the girl liked really spicy food. And okay. so she put a lot of spice in her food and uh-huh. he ate it and like said that she tried to poison him and HR like ruled in his favor. What? But it was like a whole thing where like the HR lady was having an affair with him. Anyway, <gasps> very long story. Maybe I'll find that one to read it. Um, <laughs> Where's the HR to HR? <laughs> I know, right? There is like, no oversight. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't complain about HR to anyone. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. HR is just probably out here being super corrupt all the yeah. time. No, I I would do that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm I am really glad the HR ruled in her favor, but I do think mm-hmm. it's crazy that now everyone has to put allergy labels on their pe- on their peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> allergy labels on their food because like where does that end like everything is an allergen like to somebody i yeah. know peanut peanut wheat soy like those are the more common ones but like do i just have to write every ingredient yeah. in my meal that's so oh, that's so that's yeah. so ridiculous it's way too much I'm um, sure there's, like, people just shouldn't be reasons. eating other people's food it's yeah that's i simple. feel like they should crack down on that yeah <laughs> Like, why shouldn't that be the rule? Yeah. Instead of, like, making everyone... It just doesn't make any sense. Like, this whole situation so is silly. just so weird. Is there any... Um, Are there any posts that came before that or after that? No, it's or just this. It's just, it's just this, okay. yeah. I mean, it was just posted yesterday, actually. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I just can't imagine, like, being that entitled to be this guy to, like, be stealing her food every single day and, like, literally think that you have ownership over it mm-hmm. just blatantly. And yeah. then to also be, like... Oh, now you have to like literally be careful of what you put in your food for me, the thief. Ridiculous. Icky, icky. And have icky. everyone dislike you because it's, it's just such a weird she situation. Needs to move jobs. Um, anyway. <laughs> can you hear Fox <laughs> whining? <laughs> yeah, can y'all? I don't know if y'all can hear Fox whining. I think we're gonna uh, have to. 
banish him from this episode because he's a very needy boy and he just cries if he's not constantly being touched. Yeah. And also he's getting a little friendly with uh, my stuffed animals. So this might not be PG anymore. <laughs> and the blanket. <laughs> so if uh, if the camera cuts at some point and there's no longer a cute dog, apologies. You know why. Yeah. We warned you. Yeah, but we're going to try our best to keep him in because he's a little sweetie. And also it's raining outside and he hates the rain and just like gets really nervous um, when he has to be alone. Oh, my God. There it is. You guys can hear that. He's so needy. He's looking right at me. <laughs> my jaw My jaw hurts. Um, do you have a story for me? I do. All right. Okay. So this next story is a screenshot from a Facebook group, and it's posted on r slash choosing beggars. Okay. Okay. Facebook is always a fun time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Am I the asshole? My daycare costs $55 a day. Two meals are provided and two snacks. The teacher is clean and well-mannered. Well, the beginning of January, I was informed due to inflation, daycare could... Daycare costs would be rising to $60 a day by March 1st. I straight up told her I was refusing to pay that. She said she has to terminate the contract then, and that she was sad because she's created such a special bond with my son. Cool, I guess. So I signed the new contract, but I plan to pay her the 250 week regardless, and I might write her a strong letter explaining to shove it where the sun doesn't shine, and a few swear, and a few swear words. My kid really likes going there and loves his daycare teacher, but I will straight up take this woman to court if she changes the price on me. The meals are great, the faculty is nice, but $55 is already way too expensive for childcare. She does two free field trips a year, but charges $8 for the rest. Like, so expensive. I'm about ready to blast her for being so greedy. She should just be grateful people are willing to pay $55 a day. Who does she think she is to charge up the ass? It's daycare, not a nanny. She's not that important. Anyways, am I the asshole? I feel like I have a right to be mad. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, okay. Childcare is very expensive. Not a parent, but I'm aware that childcare is very expensive. Mm-hmm. A babysitter can charge that much in just like an hour or a couple mm-hmm. hours. And that's yeah. a day with two meals included. Yeah. Like that's two meals that you're not having to buy for your child and snacks. Mm-hmm. And also the field trip comment, when she said the daycare facility does only two field trips for free and then the rest are $8. I'm like, do you know how expensive field trips usually are? Yeah, Transportation, admission to wherever it is that they're going. That's ridiculous. That's so $8 is nothing. That Um, literally is choosing beggars, honestly. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, also inflation is genuinely a thing. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't totally see like if you've been paying a certain price for something for a long time and all of a sudden it changes up on you like that can absolutely be a financial burden a hundred percent like you have specific things budgeted like you're affected by inflation too your grocery bills have gone up and everything but like this person is running a business Mm -hmm. and they have to maintain that somehow Mm -hmm. and five additional dollars a day literally is just raising for inflation like that has nothing to do with greed that literally is just covering yeah like Additional costs in gas, food, exactly. whatever. I mean, okay, so it's also, I'm coming from a perspective where my mom, like, owns right. a Montessori, right? So this is a very valid thing. All of these costs rise for her every year, and she has to account for that. 
in her monthly payments and she still gives discounts to like multiple parents who can't afford it yeah like they really try their best they're not out here trying to sw- swindle people at least mm-hmm. most most like yeah I'm daycare sure facilities are, but, aren't yeah. right and the fact that like she's talking about this teacher like she's nothing you know yeah. she literally said like who does she think she is like she's nothing she's like caring for your child you said she's a good teacher like those skills mm-hmm. aren't free yeah like they're teaching yes. skills to yeah. a kid they're taking care of them you're paying in part for the trust yeah exactly and like the teacher has a good bond with your son mm-hmm. your son loves this teacher she's not nothing she's a huge yeah. part of his life right now yeah that's bonkers it's if it's like you can't afford it like that is absolutely understandable right prices rose you can't afford it Mm -hmm. i don't know where this person lives like Mm -hmm. obviously we're thinking la prices right but so i'm like that's i don't think you'd get a cheaper deal yeah that's pretty cheap um but maybe where like she lives that is you know very expensive and Uh maybe she needs to do some shopping around if like if if that's what's you know required for her budget but you should still come at it from a place of like unfortunately like i can't afford this you know i'm really sorry right but not just like oh she's so greedy like she also literally has bills to pay exactly exactly (laughs) she's accounting for inflammation it's affecting her as well inflammation (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say anything i'm not even gonna because i already roasted you once (laughs) (laughs) whatever whatever (laughs) um and um i really didn't like how she just said that she's going to pay the same price regardless. Yes. And tell her to shove it up where the sun doesn't shine. Like, That's how are disgusting. you going to be this rude to someone and try to take her to court? You can't. Yeah. You can't take her to court for You're that. You're the one breaching a contract. Exactly. Like, you signed a new contract. Like, that means something. That exactly. literally is for a reason. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. People like this. And I have a comment that I want to read. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like just sums it all up really well. My favorite part is she's not that important. You're so mm. right. The person that watches and feeds your kid and multiple others every day definitely is not that important. She only gives you the better opportunity to keep a job and make money to spend on necessities. I guess the teacher should feel grateful that this... <laughs> CB? Choosing beggar. Right. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't connect with that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Um, I guess the teacher should feel grateful that this um, choosing beggar so graciously and clearly unnecessarily pays for her services. I guess it's more to support her than to find a place for CB to drop her kid during the day. Yeah. All very sarcastic, obviously. Of course. (laughs) That's disgusting, honestly. Teachers and like childcare is so like underrated, Mm underappreciated as is. Mm -hmm. And that just like really makes me so mad. Yeah. Yeah, even my mom has to just deal with situations like this. Yeah. Where parents can be so rude and narcissistic in the way that they handle certain issues pertaining to their child. And it just makes me so angry that these caretakers are treated this way. Yeah. Because they don't deserve it. They're dealing with screaming, yelling, running around children Mm -hmm. every single day. It's not easy. Every time I step into that Montessori like i go berserk but they're holding it together yeah so it's a it's a really big job that they're doing honestly and i get it like as a parent like you want to advocate for your child like Mm -hmm. you know especially like a young kid like they're not able to advocate for themselves like you want to be aware of what's going on i'm sure like 
no matter how much you trust the people who are caring for your child, like there's always going to be a level of like, okay, but what's actually going on? Mm-hmm. I 100% do get that, but you yeah. literally have to treat people with respect. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially in, like, you know that this person is doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I think that's worth five extra dollars a day if Absolutely. you have the means. Yeah. And if you don't, go find another place. That's yeah. really all it is. Don't yeah. take it out on the person. And that particular business for raising their prices to account for yeah. something. But no, you're going to be the one who ends up like getting in legal trouble for this because you signed yeah. a contract. Yeah. And you're that's theft. Yeah. <laughs> it's theft and it's breach of contract. Like you're actually mm-hmm. stealing money from this person by not paying them. Exactly. <laughs> so good luck to her. Yeah, that's so crazy. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. poor kid, too. I always think about that with those kinds of parents. Like mm-hmm. you realize you're doing more damage to your child, right? Because yeah. they're going to be raised to think that they can treat people that way yeah yeah that's so true because you're their biggest example Mm -hmm. yeah yeah icky 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 (laughs) well speaking of uh choosing beggars i've got kind of a similar vibe for our next story okay um so let's get into it this is coming from r slash am i wrong Mm -hmm. And this was actually posted just a couple of hours ago, like literally a couple hours before you got here. Okay. So um, this is called Family Trip to Disney is in Jeopardy because of despicable behavior from family. I need to start with a little bit of background info before I get into the story so it makes sense. My wife's brother and his wife just bought a house and she had just found out she was pregnant in 2019. They had worked very hard for the house and unfortunately they were both laid off when COVID started. They struggled hard for about a year, but never missed a payment on the house. They both started working again late in 2020, but the damage was done. Neither one of them make nearly as much as they did before COVID, but still managed to pay the bills and barely get by. Mm. My wife and I had expressed interest in going to Disney with them and our three-year-old niece, but they always just said, oh yeah, maybe. Last October, my wife suggested a family trip to Disney with her brother's family, her sister's family, and my mother her sister's family, and my father and mother-in-law. We started planning and pinned down dates in June of this year. Each family would book their own resort and tickets for the agreed-upon dates. Mm. About three weeks ago, my wife asked everyone to send their hotel information so she could get it on a spreadsheet for everyone so we would all know where everyone is staying. Mm. Everyone responded, but my brother-in-law asked if he could call us. When he called, he said his family wasn't going to be able to go because they can just not come up with the money. We tried to think of solutions, but they said they had to pass on this trip. Mm. After we hung up, my wife and I decided we would pay for them to go. We are not rich by any means, but we are in a position to be able to do this for them one time. Mm. We called them back and told them we would pay. They refused at first, but finally agreed when we said we'd let them set up a payment plan to pay us back, Mm. which even if they did, we were just going to put into a college fund for our niece. Mm. They asked us not to mention we are paying for it to his parents and sister, so obviously we didn't. Fast forward to Saturday. My wife gets a phone call from her sister, who is absolutely irate that we invited everyone on the trip, and if we're paying for Mark's family, we should be paying for everyone. What? My wife calmly explained the situation and asked how she found out. Turns out she was pestering my brother-in-law trying to find out how they could afford the trip when how they could afford the trip when they had told her before Christmas that the budget was really tight. Mind you, my sister-in-law is very well off and doesn't need the help paying for the trip. It's to the point that Mark has asked us to please cancel their reservation Mm. and maybe we can plan another trip when they are in a better financial position. 
My wife just wants to cancel our trip too because she is so disgusted by her sister's mm -hmm. behavior. I said we should all still go and her sister can choose to come or not. Please tell me, are we wrong for not paying for everyone? I mean, obviously not. Yeah. Like, they were just trying to help out their family in need. Mm -hmm. Not everyone. Like, the, the others didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think the sister is, like, completely, completely, completely in the wrong period. Like, I think that's crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> for her to be like, well, you're paying for one of them, so pay for all of us. Yeah. Um, Especially, so there's a comment that says, are you positive that the sister is very well off? Sometimes the ones who appear to have the most are in debt up to their eyeballs. And then um, OP says, yes, I'm positive. Mm. Her husband is a dental surgeon. He owns mm. the practice and she is an RN. They travel to Europe once or twice a year, own a massive house and drive BMWs. They just got back from a trip to Belgium and France. They are very well off. Some more comments. And then OP says, I don't know what their combined income is, but I'm willing to bet if I guessed 500,000, I'd be coming up short. We're talking yeah. about 5,000 here that we are lending, in quotes, my brother-in-law and his family. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. I just, I don't even have the words, you know? Yeah. Like, they're rich. They're wealthy enough. Yeah. They know that. And they're still like, oh, you should just pay for everyone. Sometimes I feel like it's the people who have the most who are so, so, so stingy and, like, will look for every single handout that they can yeah. possibly get. Yeah. And I'm like, that is just like bananas. You They're don't so need this. Touch. Yeah. Just so out of touch. It's it's scary. Like it kind of makes me feel like, oh, to be rich, do you have to be do you have to be like that? Do you have to be stingy? Mm. You know, because I want to be rich. I want to earn a lot of money. Yeah. And but I don't want to get to that level where I'm stepping over people. Yeah. Every chance I get. I honestly do think to an extent, like, yeah. to have that level of money, you do. Once we're talking that. about, like, you're a millionaire, you're a billionaire, yeah. I don't think that you need to be like that. Because uh -huh. at that point, like, for whatever reason, generational wealth yeah. or, you know, you're like a, a pop star or whatever the case <laughs> is. Like, when it's to that level, I think you can just, like, ball out all the time. Yeah. But I feel like those people who are, like, even, like, a, a single digits millionaire... You're they're talking very like upper, wealthy. upper middle class. Yeah, they're yeah. very, very wealthy, but they still could lose the money. Right. Like they yeah. could still like make some bad decisions and yeah. end up broke. Do you think that it's because they feel like they're at that point where they have so much to lose? Maybe. That they do everything not to lose that money. Whereas like people who are on the lower income kind of spectrum yeah. um, are more like, oh, you know. I can I can give this when I can. Yeah. And make it back later. Honestly, maybe. Although it does sound like they do shell out money for things. Mm -hmm. But maybe they're like, oh, we've been spending so much money. Like, if we can get this for free, like, right. let's try it. I don't know. That's crazy. I would never let somebody pay for something like that for but me. See, it or seems expect like, it. Yeah. But it also seems like they spend that money solely on themselves. Yeah. You know? And so when they see someone else doing a favor yeah. to another person or another family, they're like, oh. We expect that too. Like we want that too. Yes. Do it for us. But they would never do it. Yeah, to that's so else. true. I feel like the appropriate response would have been like, "Oh, Mark. Like we found out that our sister is mm -hmm. paying for Mark's family to go on this vacation mm -hmm. because like they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. Why don't we go half and half? Like why yeah. don't we pay half of Mark's 
yeah. Bill and the other sister pays half. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or like, don't worry, sister, we've got this this mm-hmm. time. Or like, we'll get the next one for Mark or whatever it exactly. may be. Yeah. Exactly. But they're like not thinking about his situation at all mm-hmm. or the fact that the sister is doing this thing. They're yeah. just like, well, what about us? Mm, you don't like us? It's just so <laughs> weird. It's, it's so weird. So, it's so weird. And also, like, if I, I don't know, like, with my brother. Yeah. Or if if I had another sibling, you know, I would do everything in my power to make sure to provide for them when mm. I can. Yeah. You know, if they don't have it, I would never be okay with them saying like, oh, we just don't have it right now. We're going to bow out. If I have the money, I'm giving it immediately. So like, okay, I wouldn't hesitate. That's my other point that I wanted to talk about. That's why mm. I found the story so interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I wanted to talk about whether you thought it was right at all. Mm. for op to be paying for the brother absolutely okay absolutely that's family and it seems like the brother is very humble in a sense where he's like he's trying everything to be like oh you know i don't want you to pay for this like i don't want to put you in this financial situation like maybe we can plan a trip later like he's making he's making other arrangements to avoid his sister paying for him you know yeah um so there's a lot of care there and I feel like that's what a sibling relationship should be. Mm-hmm. I know that not all sibling relationships are like that. But personally, with me and my brother, yeah, like it's a given. Mm. We would we would give that money to each other yeah. if we had it. That's fair. You know, in a heartbeat. What about you? So like, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. with me and my brother. Like, I think we would definitely like take care of each other yeah. if we needed to. Um, but so mm-hmm. I think... <laughs> I think OP is very well-intentioned. Like, I think uh-huh. this is absolutely coming from a place of, like, love and care and wanting to be there for her brother. Uh-huh. That being said, mm-hmm. I do feel like she's a little bit oblivious. Like, uh-huh. I, the way I read it is I feel like she pushed her brother into going, right? Because, like, also, so let me just, like, read this part again. Um. So she says, my wife and I had expressed interest in going to Disney with them and our three-year-old niece, but they always just said, oh yeah, maybe. Last October, my wife suggested a family trip to Disney. Um, we started planning and pinned down dates. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like the way I read it, I guess, I f- I'm not hearing like autonomy from the brother or mm-hmm. feeling like they even want to do this. Oh. And I, the way I'm feeling it is it's like, I don't know. I guess if I, I were see. in brother's shoes, like uh-huh. I feel like going to Disney is so frivolous and uh-huh. extremely expensive. Also, five thousand yeah. dollars is so much. Yeah, <laughs> for a trip to Disney. Sorry, that's a ticket. Um, that's huh? It's five hundred dollars for a ticket. They said five thousand dollars. Oh, five thousand okay, for yeah. like the ticket, the resort, everything, right? right, right. right? Yeah, airfare. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels like crazy to me. And mm-hmm. I guess if I'm in brother's position, where I'm literally struggling to pay our mm-hmm. bills, mm-hmm. we have a new baby. Like mm-hmm. we are literally barely making ends meet Mm -hmm. and my siblings are talking about like going to disney i'm like dude Mm -hmm. like read the room that's where i would be like you know Mm -hmm. i'd be like read the room like i can't do that right now okay and then you know he calls her he's like hey i don't think we're gonna go Mm -hmm. and then when they call him back and offer to pay he's like no 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 and only agrees when it's a Mm -hmm. payment plan like i'm feeling like they got pressured into it but okay see that's the thing like he did agree to the payment plan, mm-hmm. which kind of shows me that he did want to go with his wife, um, but he just didn't want his sister to take care of the whole bill. Yeah, maybe. So he's willing to be like, oh, okay, like I will pay this back eventually. All right, that sounds good. 
But like, you know? I don't know. I guess I just can't imagine like being in a position where you're that tight and yeah. being like, I'm going to take out a payment plan to do this unless uh, there's like pressure coming at you. Oh, um, uh, okay. I don't I, know. I can see that perspective for sure. Yeah. Because it's also like, even as she's covering it and mm-hmm. she's saying like, we're not even going to like use the money that he gives us for the payment plan. We're going to put in a college fund for our niece. Like, right. even so, even if she did end up covering the whole thing, like mm-hmm. there's other things involved, like taking time off of work maybe like buying new clothes for the trip they're gonna mm-hmm. want souvenir like the kid the baby's gonna want to have like a souvenir or something yeah. and like photos mm-hmm. on the rides there's food like maybe they're covering the airfare and the ticket and the hotel which is amazing but not but all the little so things that, much come with it, that yeah. adds up if you can't even like afford rent right now yeah i feel um, that i can understand that completely yeah um yeah it could go one of two ways uh i feel like if i was in that position i would probably ask if they were in a position like not even financially Mm -hmm. if they were in a position socially to be able to go Mm -hmm. you know like were they able to take that time off and all of that stuff and if they said they can make it work then i would kind of push for paying for them yeah but if they said like oh that's going to be a burden on us to miss out on this time working Mm -hmm. and all the other stuff then yeah Yeah. it's a different situation i definitely think though like op is is coming at it from a good place like there's no thought in my mind that she's like you know trying to pressure her brother into doing this and being like oh he's gonna have no money now (laughs) like none of that (laughs) um but i just i don't know it feels a little bit i see i guess if i if i put myself in the brother's shoes i kind Mm -hmm. of would feel like ah like now i have a debt you know like now there's like something like i'm getting charity now like i don't Mm -hmm. know i would just feel so I don't know. And I guess that's the difference, right, between, like, people who have and people who don't. Because right. the sister, the other sister is like, yes, give me, give me, give me, free money, right. free money. Right. And the brother who, like, does not have money right now is like, no, I can't take this from yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There's so a certain amount of humility that comes with not yeah. having as much. Yeah. But, yeah. It does make me wonder, like, how they grew up. I'm giving them all backstories now. <laughs> but I'm like, I wonder if they grew up, like, with money, without money, mm. in the middle. Because it's interesting that they're all siblings. It's interesting that they're all siblings and two of them seem like very compassionate Mm -hmm. people who care about others, whereas the other one just does not give a crap. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It is interesting. I wonder. I'm going to be looking out for some updates because like I said, this is so new. Yeah. And OP was very responsive in the comments. Someone did kind of say what I said Mm -hmm. where like um, they said they said a lot but one of the things they said is when someone can't afford it please stop trying to find solutions i already mm. gave you my answer and the solution is not adding stress to the budget mm. um and they said end a payment plan i bet they're already on at least one payment plan already mm. you're still adding to an already tight budget mm-hmm. and op responded and said like i appreciate this perspective and it's not something i thought of we absolutely do not intend to actually collect any payments. Um, mm-hmm. We told them we'd cover airfare and transportation as well. And it wouldn't be a family vacation without them. But I'll talk to my brother-in-law tomorrow. So Aww. Opie seems like. Yeah. Just like great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Uh, but that sister. God. I, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so icky. Yeah. Well. Wow. Is it time? Yes. I think it's time. I'm so excited. Okay, okay, okay. Whew, we kind of speed ran those stories. Um, love is blind? Is love blind? <laughs> In my opinion, no. <laughs> All right. Where do you want to start? Because there's there's a lot 
to unpack. Yeah. Okay. So maybe let's like give a little bit of context mm-hmm. on who we're talking about because there might be people listening who haven't watched mm-hmm. the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um. So our main couples are um. Or sorry. So our main relationships. Mm-hmm. Um. We have two like pretty stable drama-free couples Mm -hmm. so that's kenneth and Brittany, Mm -hmm. who are 24 and 25 so they're Mm -hmm. really young um but they're like super christian and they're just on the same page in every single way like she's a teacher he's a principal Mm -hmm. they align so much Mm -hmm. um and they're both just like yes 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 you're my person in the pods when they see each other they're obsessed like so far so from the good. beginning from the beginning yeah. yeah so far so good so the other couple we have that's pretty stable is johnny and amy i think they're really cute yeah um yeah we can dive into them a little bit later but yeah super super stable literally no bumps mm-hmm. um so far and that, yeah, so far <laughs> right Ugh, only episodes one through six are out yeah and then we have the drama um so we've got ad was kind of like honestly our protagonist i feel like yeah this season i love her she's so cute i love mm-hmm. her um but i do have some criticisms for her as well but okay okay yeah 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 i'm excited to hear them um <laughs> but ad is in a love triangle in the pods with matthew <laughs> hey, matthew <laughs> who is a financial wealth advisor um and clay what is clay's job I actually don't know. Just I just know he's cool. rich. So. He's like wealthy and cool. He's yeah. very much like I'm a player, I'm yeah. like self-proclaimed player, big mm-hmm. ego. Like he says these words about himself. Mm-hmm. So that's Clay. <laughs> Another triangle we've got is Jeremy, who spells his name Jeremy, Jerame. Yeah. Interesting spelling. Not his fault. His parents. Not his fault but... at all. They really set him up. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jeremy is in a triangle with Laura and Sarah Ann. Mm-hmm. Laura is like, I don't know what she, she's like a director or something. She's giving boss. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely like head of a company kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point on vacation, they're like drinking and they ask her questions. She's like, I can't say that out loud. I have employees. And I was yeah. like, okay, okay. <laughs> Good girl. Um, I don't like her, but, but we'll get to that. Me neither. <laughs> like i don't want to give her too many props um and then also sarah ann who like i don't know much about sarah ann she says she's like conservative at one point that's literally oh she calls herself a patriot oh yeah self-proclaimed again uh yeah that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. Uh, she seems generally like easygoing yeah and like just chill yeah and then our last rectangle a rectangle um (laughs) is chelsea and jimmy yeah chelsea's a flight attendant jimmy is i don't know southern (laughs) he's got a little accent on him that's his occupation (laughs) it takes place in north carolina so i guess they all are but um what does he do very basic job for a basic man he's just sorry no he looks like he just like like fishes like I, I just like he just enjoys a cold one, you know. No, for me, he just looks like he he goes to a job, comes home, yeah, and yeah, like, cracks open a beer, yeah, in front of the TV, yeah. chills, eats his lasagna, and then goes to sleep. 
Well, he says at one point that his bucket list, his his number one item on his bucket list is to go to every <laughs> sports stadium okay. in the U.S. We don't want to go to China. We don't want to see the pyramids. Like, we want... <laughs> like, I want to see where the Bucks play. <laughs> Some team. Yeah, that guy was... <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said the Bucks. The Bucks? Is that a team? I don't know what the Bucks Where the elk are. play. Give me those moose. Oh, <laughs> what? Like, these, these sound like teams to are me. Are Bucks an animal? Yeah, it's like a male deer. Oh, okay. Anyway. I'm not sure important. he's team. He wants uh, to see them. Um... <laughs> So yeah, Jimmy is just a, a guy, basically. It's the best he's, way I can describe he's him. Just he's a, a dude. Um, and he is also talking to Jessica, mm-hmm. single mom, mm-hmm. like a very interesting and like difficult backstory mm-hmm. upbringing. She's also gorgeous, um, very so beautiful, pretty. very like outspoken, direct, knows mm-hmm. what she wants. Mm-hmm. Um. And then on the other side of this rectangle, Chelsea is also talking to Trevor, mm-hmm. who is, I love Trevor. Me too. He's like, just like a giant, like it's like a beefy giant. And he's so sweet. He's like a golden retriever. Yeah, with the softest heart. Yeah. He, at one point, like one of their first questions when they're getting to know each other, she's like, what are your five favorite things? And he's like. A sunset. Like, how, how <laughs> the notebook. He's so cute. And I believe him. Yeah. I feel like if someone else said that, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, all right, whatever. I believe him. I I see it because his face just lightens up. Yeah, he's a little, he's a sweet little guy. Yeah. Oh, I talk about him like sweet, a sweet big guy. <laughs> <laughs> just a sweet little guy. Um. Anyway, I think that's it, right? Yeah, those are our main yeah. people. All right, so which so, one do we start with? Well, I've been doing a lot of talking. Well, who do you want to start with? All right, so I want to start with AD and Clay. Okay, I'd love to do that, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go into their individual characteristics first okay. that I love. I think AD is very sweet, very strong at times, mm. and um, clear on what she wants. Mm-mm, mm-hmm. I think Clay is very self-aware. But still has some issues that he has to deal with. Yes. Okay. So, in the beginning, when they're talking, Clay says that he can't go forward with the experiment without seeing or, like, getting a vision of AD's physical characteristics. And AD, my girl... Stands on business and she's like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Because that is not the point of this experiment. Even though she looks exactly like the type that he's describing. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's not like, oh, I just need you to be pretty. He's yeah. like lips, butt, like yeah. <laughs> petite. He has very specific yes. characteristics that he wants, and she meets those. She has all of it. Yeah. Okay. And she could have easily just been like, Oh, well, then you'll be pleasantly surprised. You'll be happy yeah. to know. But yeah. she's like, uh, no, like gross. Which I give her so much props yeah. for. Like that was that was a moment where I really did start liking her. Mm-hmm. The part that I didn't like about her, okay, is first of all, how the hell do you <laughs> do you give attention to a guy like Matthew? Matthew? Oh gosh, okay, I'm about to embarrass myself. I want to no, because I feel like we did the same thing. But go. 
And not just me, okay? I think yeah. America loves an underdog. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he say that? Yeah, he, he said did. that. Right? He didn't say that. No. Um, I, I mean, listen, production produced, right? right. Like, <laughs> they produced. Because I was grossed up by Matthew at the beginning. Uh-huh. He comes in with, like, a list of questions for all the women. Mm-hmm. And then when they're, like, they answer the question, they're, like, what about you? He's, like, oh, I actually wasn't prepared to answer anything. And then, like, gets up and leaves. Like, what? No. Gross. Yes. But then him and Andy are talking, and she gives him the time of day. Yeah. And he's like, you know, like, my therapist, like, and I talk about how, like, uh, you know, I need to, like, be more social and all this stuff. And, like, he starts to really open up, and she sees, like, the onion layers peeling, you know? Yeah. He's an ogre, but he's yeah. got something soft inside, like yeah. Shrek. And, you know, honestly, I found him charming. Like, after the yeah. beginning. Yeah. The con- the snippets that we saw of their conversations together, he mm-hmm. was saying all the right things, honestly. I agree. In the beginning, in the beginning, the way he started opening up to AD, I liked him. I was yeah. like, wow, this yeah. is actually a really warm guy. He tells her, you know, I want to ask your dad for permission. I want to leave with you. I want to carry you to the top of a mountain. Does he say that? He does say that. that I just want to, like, wrap cold. you up and carry you to the top of a mountain. Okay. Yeah, a, a word choice for sure, but All she's right. feeling it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves the leaves the the the, the chamber, <laughs> the pod, and here's her friend Amber talking about how he said the exact same thing to her. And this is the part where Ad gets a little annoying for me. Mm, okay. Okay. So. They talk about it. She's obviously very annoyed and very like, ew, Matthew's gross, blah, blah, blah. Gets back in the pod. And Matthew lies to her Mm. and gaslights her. And she just takes it all in and believes all of it. I don't know. I guess (sighs) she she believed all of it. After Amber told her, after Amber was talked, like... Amber didn't even know at that point. Yeah. That he was saying the same things to AD. Yeah. She just she was just saying it to AD mm-hmm. and another girl, right? Mm-hmm. So AD knew. AD knew it came straight from Amber's mouth. Mm-hmm. So she knew that Matthew was like lying to her, but she still went along with it, which really honestly that really annoyed me. She knew. Yeah. But like I guess so to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. In this moment, mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing ad was which mm. is like i might give him one more chance oh. only because like we are dating we're all dating multiple people in this we all have 10 days mm. to literally date each other okay and find what we want to find like we need to be certain at the end of this so i expect you to be talking to other people especially the thing sure. is on this season differently than any other season everyone's holding their cards really close to their chest like people aren't sure. saying who they're talking to mm-hmm. that's true and so i feel like it's not crazy for him to be talking to two people i think at this point they were only in like the middle of the process too i yes. want to keep that like yeah. in mind it's not day uh-huh. nine right they're still like only kind of mid to early yeah i don't think it's crazy for him to be talking to two people about like i could see myself leaving with you um you know, like, if I were to propose to you, like, could I talk to your dad? Like, I don't think that that in general is crazy. The things that he was saying were verbatim. Like, oh, like, I want to talk to your dad yeah. and ask for his hand. Um, Oh, like, I want you to leave with me. He's mm-hmm. not saying, like, I can picture myself leaving yeah. with you. He's saying, 
leave with me. I don't know. I'm not defending Matthew. I guess yeah. I'm just defending AD, like how she could, because mm-hmm. she's got like intense feelings developing for him. And I guess okay. like I could see how she could be like, well, it's not crazy for him to be talking to two people. And in that moment, like when she talked to him, mm-hmm. she did come in being mm-hmm. like, I heard you're talking to someone else about this. Mm-hmm. But then he basically was like, if I had to choose today, I would choose you. Mm-hmm. Give me until tomorrow to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Like hearing that, I'd be like, okay. Let's see what you like if you act right tomorrow. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would not throw away all of the connection for that. I would wait and see, like, is he true to his word? Is he going to tell Amber, like, I shouldn't have said this stuff to you. But like, Uh, honestly, like my connection is stronger with AD. I think. Yeah, I think that's where we differ. Okay, because honestly, if a guy I understand like the situation, right? They're all dating multiple people, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But we also are in the real world. Mm. Like, most people date multiple people in the beginning. I would hate to think that really intimate things that were said to me were said to someone else at the same point. Yeah. You know, they were just... It, the words mean nothing to me at that point. Mm. You know, they lose all of that, like... Yeah. Special sauce. <laughs> special sauce. <laughs> I can't sauce. think of another yeah. word. No, I think the only reason I give it, like more leeway is because of the podness Mm -hmm. of it all like because of the fact that they are having marriage based Mm -hmm. conversations from jump Mm -hmm. with all these different people like Mm -hmm. you are literally coming into like on day one Mm -hmm. you're dating 15 people Mm -hmm. and you come into these conversations being like hey is that my husband like literally first questions that you're asking are like where would you want to get married what's your ideal life look like like that's like already so much yes. more intense than like yes. any other dating situation but see like asking questions like that is different asking questions like that and answering questions like that is different mm. from using these same no, intimate phrases yeah, with yeah. two different people I that's agree. where i i've kind of drew the line like if he phrase them in a different way mm-hmm. again with the whole like i can see us going yeah. away from this together something like that i would understand that because he sees it with two different people mm-hmm. and he's being honest and open about that. Saying it word for word, I think, just loses all its meaning. Yeah. Again, um, not defending Matthew, more just like defending. I can yeah. see how AD could be like, let me see what he says tomorrow. That's also fair. because Clay just did the thing of being like, I want to see what you look like. Right. So she was annoyed at that. Yeah. She's like, oh, I have this connection here and I don't want to lose it. Exactly. Yeah, I can see that. Um. But, but, again, not defending Matthew because <laughs> the next day, so so she talks to Amber, Amber leaves, Amber's yeah. like, Amber says, and I quote, so I'm living my worst fears, slay. <laughs> I love her. And she leaves. She's like, yeah. I think it's time for me to go. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely her not. vibe the whole time was I just... Know so cool i'd love to see more of her yeah <laughs> she's, i'm living on my worst fears slay <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the blanket toss yes she's like, slay um <laughs> but uh yeah so amber leaves mm-hmm. and so then like ad goes to talk to matthew and my guy's like on the verge of tears mm-hmm. and he's like basically says like yeah i'm just like sad because i broke amber's heart and now i'm breaking your heart like you thought that this was about to be the greatest moment of your life. Like, what? You thought I was going to be the one to give that to you. You thought. I was like, what? 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 Like, what is going on? And then he's like, you know what? But America, 
he just fully like like retreats into himself and has a conversation with himself yeah america loves an underdog america's rooting for me i don't know what i don't know what was going on there he's giving like voldemort and quirrell like the two heads like talking to each other like (laughs) i think that just shows his lack of social awareness and social interactions it's it was a little scary i'm not gonna lie it was it was scary because he he just started acting like a villain yeah no, literally but like also incredibly obsessed with how he was being perceived at the right. same time which like if you want you clearly came into this aware that you were on reality tv like right. you clearly wanted a storyline right you literally wrote out a script for yourself you were gonna go from awkward guy mm-hmm. to like romantic guy and like whichever girl it was gonna be with you were gonna mm-hmm. leave with someone right if you had all that script in your mind like you have to know how to be that Mm -hmm. like you can't just start saying all of that yeah because they're going to air it and it just makes you look insane (laughs) and she was also just so confused on the other end of this i think that was the first time she kind of snapped back into reality and was like oh this guy's not mentally sane and he shouldn't be here yeah he's not here for the right reasons it was so scary and then he literally leaves that conversation being like i'm gonna go get amber what? Yeah, like when he got back into the room with all the yes. guys, he says that, and I'm like, "You're such a disgusting guy." I think he thought it was gonna be like a Bliss and Zach situation, yeah, where like Zach made a mistake and then he went and got Bliss, and it worked out for Zach. Yeah. But Zach's not a psycho, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zach is like a normal dude, <laughs> a nice dude. <laughs> Scratch out normal. It's okay, I'm not a normal dude. <laughs> So that's Matthew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then AD like dives all the way in with Clay. Mm-hmm. And I want to touch on something that you said about Clay being very self-aware. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. He's just such an honest, like so honest. It, yeah. it kind of throws me off. Like I don't think I've ever seen anyone like that yeah. ever. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm so suave. I'm a ladies man. My ego is, I'm going to be honest with you. My ego is huge. Yeah. You know, like I, I've never taken relationships seriously. Like, well, like he's just saying all of that, mm-hmm. and he makes hella mistakes. Like he literally yeah. says stuff, like the comment about the appearance. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that was disgusting. Like, yeah. why are you saying that? But she tells him off. Yeah, and then either at the end of the conversation or the next time they meet, he's like. Ad, I just want to apologize. Yeah, like, you're teaching me that like I need to like I feel like he's like in therapy for the first time right yeah. now with her. Like it's very it's very good to see mm-hmm. you know that he takes some time to think about yeah. it and realizes that he's wrong and apologizes mm-hmm. for it. It's refreshing. Yeah, I will say like I don't know if Ad wants to be, nor should she necessarily want to be mm-hmm. his therapist right. in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, women often have to like literally teach men emotional yeah. intelligence. Yeah, and that's Which really tough. But I do appreciate that he's like willing. Like she's not dragging him yeah. on this journey, being like you're gonna change. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna change. Yeah. That's nice. By the end, he's like re- reading a Bible verse to her as he proposes. I'm like, what and are you? You know what? That was really funny about that scene. He reads a Bible verse and then he takes a shot. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Wow. <laughs> but he's like really going on a journey. Yeah. He's the thing is like he does. Uh, that's something that really attracted me to him. Mm-hmm. 
um personality wise yeah like i saw that he was able to see his wrongs and apologize for them um the thing is though i don't know how long it's gonna last Mm. we can't tell yet and i also have to think like yeah you can be self-aware but if you don't fix the issues you have yes and you're gonna have to you can't just have a woman fix those for you you know you need to do the work yourself you need to go to therapy or do whatever you have to do if you're not going to fix those issues yourself mainly yourself yeah um problems are going to persist in that relationship so yeah yeah the problem with clay and ad Mm -hmm. is that like it could be that he genuinely is going to fix everything or it could be that he will backslide and be like you know what i've had enough of this exactly and the four weeks that they have to get to the altar is not enough time to know that Mm -hmm. like to know if it's going to be lasting change absolutely i agree um but like I, I do have hope that he like I said I've never seen anyone like that before. Yeah. Who's just like, oh, you're right. I made a mistake. Thank you. I'm not gonna do that again. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like literally, I mean, he his when I say mistakes, like mm-hmm. these were when she told. <laughs> which first of all, girl, I'm like, why are you telling him that he's in a triangle with Matthew? That was wild. Like, why are you telling the way when that she, she told him that? When she started talking about Matthew out of nowhere I and know. just fully focusing on Matthew, not even relating it back yes. to them and their relationship or what she's learned. Yes, I was like, why? Why she's are like, you saying any I've of this? I've had a hard day. He's like, hey, babe, how are you doing? I apologize for that comment about your appearance. And she's like, you know, I've actually just had a really hard day because this other guy was, like, talking to me and then telling this other guy. He was like, what? he literally was like, what triangle am I in? Bro, I actually, like, some people were um, angry at his reaction. Yeah. But I'm like, that's a completely valid yeah. reaction. He he also didn't, I don't think he yelled at her. He like, didn't yell, uh, I didn't feel like he yelled at her. I think, I think he, he yelled was... at the sky. Okay, okay. <laughs> like he was just like, Matthew. <laughs> he was just like, Matthew. Matthew. He was just like shocked. Well, he could not believe that that was who he was yeah. competing with. He was like, that guy. He's like him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was offended. And he even said later, like, if it was another guy that he respected, yes. he wouldn't have been. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> I don't even know that guy. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. I think the only thing about that reaction was like mm-hmm. the weird pacing he was doing around the room. Like he was like in a mosh pit. Like he was yeah. giving like, I'm going to punch a wall. I think certain people have ways mm-hmm. to release yeah. energy so they don't do it through anger. Mm-hmm. I very much think that his pacing was so he doesn't say anything yeah really really mean yeah you know but honestly like no i didn't think because i did see people online also being like oh like that was like i didn't think it was a crazy outburst because he like had Mm -hmm. that it was so short yeah and then by the end of that conversation like she didn't do much she literally was just like you know like i just had a really hard day and i wanted to tell you about it which i was like girl that was crazy of you to do yeah at the end of that he was like you know what i'm not even mad at you like i'm not upset just like yeah you know what think about what you need to think about we'll talk tomorrow yeah exactly i was like okay like he immediately was like you know what i'm gonna calm down yeah so i don't know i have he says some problematic shit at times (laughs) but i have hope for his journey his therapy journey (laughs) i have his therapy journey i have respect for him yeah because of that yeah um i don't know if it's gonna work out with him and ad we'll see yes but i think he's on a path to healing yeah and hopefully he completes it yeah and hopefully not at ad's expense yes like she can only be teacher mother therapist yeah to a point exactly exactly (laughs) Um, with her partner Yeah. yeah okay well that was a long time spent on them uh 
should we move on to the next couple? Yeah, the next couple that we have a lot to talk about. Well, not even couple, quadruple. <laughs> quadruple, yeah. Uh, Chelsea, Jimmy, Trevor, Jessica. Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Jimmy, sorry. Trevor, Jessica, and Megan Fox. <laughs> please, please. Okay. No, not even Megan Fox. MGK's no, wife. No, MGK's wife or girlfriend. <laughs> okay 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 (laughs) i can't um yeah so we have like i said jimmy is just a guy Mm -hmm. and somehow he's pulled jessica and chelsea what did you think of like his connections with jessica and chelsea like Mm -hmm. who did you think he was more into (sighs) here's the thing i think he was more into jessica Mm -hmm. and connected better better with her but I feel like the kid thing might have thrown him off, mm-hmm. which is fair. Mm-hmm. I can understand it. Um, and on top of that, he wanted to date Megan Fox. He wanted to date Megan Fox. Did you see <laughs> the way that boy's eyes lit up, like he face like lit up the moment he was like, Megan Fox, you look like Megan Fox. And you know what he said right after that? Yeah. He said, can I marry you right now? Yep. No, because she... Okay. That was the moment. Because, y'all, she literally was, like... Also, she was definitely trying to, like, find out who he looked like, too. She oh, was really? Like, okay. Yeah, because she was, like, have you ever been told you look like a celebrity? Like, she was totally oh. trying to, like, figure out what he looked like. Because later, she also asked Trevor, like, what what, what did you say you looked like? Like, I'm trying to picture you. Like, what's your hair look like? Like, oh. she was asking, but not asking. Okay. Because okay. I think looks matter to her, too. Okay. Um, And so she's, like, would you say you look like a celebrity? He's like, no, I don't think I've ever been told that. And she's like, he's like, what about you? She's like, well, some people like have told me that I look like someone. Um, oh, it's a, uh, it's MGK's wife or girlfriend. And he literally goes, Megan Fox. Oh, that was the most MGK's cringy. wife, bro. That was the most okay. Put some respect on her name, first of all. Exactly. It's <laughs> Megan Fox, not MGK's wife. MGK girlfriend. is her man. Like, yeah, way relax. And oh everyone knows that. She knows that. She knows that. She knows that. Also, because she... no one has ever come up to you and been like, hey, you look like MGK's wife or girlfriend. People yeah. Said, hey, you look like Megan Fox. Exactly. People have said. I think, okay, I see features. I do too. I see features, but no, she doesn't look like her. In my opinion, like, if she had a different face shape, Right. And different facial structure, which is, again, a huge part of a looking face. like someone. It's a huge part yeah. of a face. She would look like Megan Fox because yeah. of her eyes. Her I eyes think- and her hair do look like that. But, like, that's not what makes yeah. a face. <laughs> well, I think she literally has, like, if you isolate her, I think she has Megan Fox's eyes, nose, and mouth. Like, honestly. True. But they're true. all rearranged. Like, there's yeah. so much more to a face than just, like, having a specific feature. It's like, and a facial structure is yeah. a huge part of it. But even so, like, you you literally did this to yourself. Yeah. Because he would have never expected you to look like Megan Fox if yeah. you had not said that you looked like Megan Fox. Yeah. She shouldn't have said that. That was such a... That yes. was such a bad move on her part. Um... I don't know why she set herself up like that. I think she was feeling insecure about the fact that she was competing with Jessica. So she wanted to kind of like lock it down. Yeah. She knew part. what she was doing, but she yeah. didn't think about what would happen after. Right. The fact that she doesn't look like Megan Fox. Right. I don't know what. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I agree. I think he had a stronger connection with Jessica. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, I think the kid thing was a big part of it. Yeah. And I don't blame him for that. Like, I don't. Yeah. I'll, I think we'll get more into this, but like, I honestly, I actually don't hate Jimmy. I don't like him. Like I said, mm. I think he's just a guy. He does nothing for me. And I think he puts his foot in his mouth regularly uh. and has like a filter problem. Okay. But I don't actually think he's a bad guy. I don't hate him. Yeah. But I think he is a very weak man in a I, relationship. I agree. Yeah. And we can go into that. Yeah. I agree. No, I agree. I think he like has trouble saying what he means mm-hmm. and then also simultaneously like says things that he shouldn't say. He also makes himself out to be the victim in every scenario. He never takes full accountability for anything. And with both Jessica and Chelsea, multiple times, mm. he said, that's not very fair to me. After hurting them. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, with Jessica, I mm-hmm. feel like the only thing that he wasn't fair in was not being direct about the fact that he didn't want to be with her. Yes. But I I think, like, the kid But that's thing, what she was pissed about. Yeah. Like, that was the whole issue. He wasn't direct with her. Yeah. I don't think she was mad that he didn't choose her in the end, you know. Well, she was obviously very hurt. But also that pain came from the indirectness yeah. that he was giving her, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, honestly, I think it's kind of wild to come on the show as a single parent. As a parent. I feel like mm, okay. if I were a parent mm-hmm. and I had a child, mm-hmm. I would want to thoroughly vet whoever I'm bringing into that child's life. Mm-hmm. And a blind dating experience oh. that ends in marriage after four weeks is absolutely not it. I didn't even think of it from that perspective. I completely agree. Yeah, now, like, now that I'm thinking about it more, you don't want to bring no, like a man you know for months. Looking at her so sideways, like, that's so true. Off the bat, yeah. and the fact that she waited like multiple days into this to even bring it up, and I'm like, right. you okay? First of all, you you shouldn't even be doing this, honestly. Mm-hmm. But second of all, you are doing this. Like the first thing that needs to be on your mind is, will these men be good? Not just partners to me, but stepfathers right. to my child. That needs to be the first thing that you're... She's like, oh, I didn't want to tell you initially because I wanted you to know me. That's part of your identity. Yeah. It's a huge part of who yeah. you are. And anybody who you date will immediately be disqualified if they don't want to be a parent. Exactly. Why do you want them to get attached to you? No. Before knowing that fact? Because that's just going to make it confusing for them. Yes. And you're going to get the raw end of that deal because now... You have a guy who's unsure. Right. You don't want to end up in a situation where they're like, well, I really like you, so I'll tolerate the kid right. for you. You want them to off the bat exactly. be like, yeah, I think I'm cool with being like a stepdad for the right for the right person. Okay, yeah. sick. Let's talk. I'm Jessica. Yeah, exactly. So that just had me like, I don't know. I think Jimmy was like completely fair mm-hmm. to be super <clears throat> thrown off by that. I don't think anyone would go into this expecting yeah to date a single i don't think i would ever expect that there would be a parent that's totally fair i thought his reaction was yeah. completely valid because if i was on the other end i would have been like it was nice knowing you i'm gonna bounce yeah but that's a situation i would not it's not get close something to. that like i think he had had time to think about and maybe if he did have time to think about it mm-hmm. for longer he would have like decided that he was cool with it yeah which is fine. Yeah. But I just don't think he can do that thinking in this situation. You're right. You're right. Um, so I, I don't know. In that in that way, I'm like, I think, honestly, like, she set herself up, like, for failure in this situation. I think it was yeah. weird of her to even be there. 
um I did like her like mm-hmm. outside of that like mm-hmm. I think she was super cool yeah and I'm like I would like love to be your friend yeah but I was just like why are you acting like your daughter is like this like weird secret like I feel like you're I don't know it was just strange and then when she brings up her child it's all she can talk about yes you know but that yeah that didn't sit right with me because if she's really that important to you you'll make sure that's the first thing mm-hmm. that they know we're a package so, deal we're exactly so you know exactly what you're getting into like you don't want a man who's gonna be there halfway yeah for your child yeah i don't know um i think i think yeah at the end of the day he was more into jessica they had a stronger connection and i think the child thing like really threw him yeah and the megan fox thing (laughs) and also i think like they had kind of a tough conversation toward Mm. the end Mm. and i think that he is the type of guy who, like, thinks that he wants a strong woman. Yes. But actually can't handle that. He can't. He definitely um, can't. But the thing is, like, you're not getting a weak woman on this show. Yeah. Honestly, all of them, sure, they might have their weak moments, but they're all pretty strong women. Right. You're 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 on Love is Blood. Like, that's, yeah. like, that takes a certain type of character, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um. Yeah, and then on the other side of things, mm-hmm. we have Chelsea's also dating Trevor, mm-hmm. who we talked about a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. he's just a sweetie. Just, yeah. like, I have nothing negative to say about him. Like, he handled everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. I thought they were really well-matched. Mm-hmm. I honestly think she liked Trevor more. Mm-hmm. I think that she is really insecure. Yeah. And I think that she got caught up in the idea that she could win jimmy from jessica uh, so it was more like let me steal your man kind of situation and i don't think it was even conscious because mm-hmm. i thought she did a really great job of like when jimmy said he loved her she kept that to herself i mean she whispered yeah. it to like one friend who- but okay first of all she knew what she was doing she didn't whisper it to one friend she whispered it to the whole group did she and then she walked away chelsea i feel has a way of saying things to get what she wants mm. that's not direct so right. the megan fox thing was one of those examples um and her whispering mm. to a group of girls knowing that one of them was going to tell jessica mm. but i don't necessarily think i don't think bad of chelsea for doing yeah. that because i don't think she wanted to say it directly to jessica mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they're on good terms um so she was trying to get it to jessica without mm. you know being super direct about it which okay just a brief pause to talk about Laura for a second. That was so weird. We'll get into Laura later. I don't like Laura like at all, actually. Mm. That was so weird to me. It was so like quote, like I'm a girl's girl, but like just I, I'm actually the drama. What cause she because of the way she told yes. her? So she heard Chelsea saying, like, mm-hmm. he told me he loves me. Mm-hmm. And she basically immediately ran over to Jessica and was like you need to leave. You need to leave. That's not your man. He's not your man. Mm-hmm. And Jess was like, Did, "Like, what? What happened? Can you give me some context? Like, can you tell me what happened?" She's like, "He's just not your man. He's just not. He's not for you. That's not your mm-hmm. man." No, I really need to know, like, what happened. That's just not your man. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, come at that on. Point, you can tell her. Cause just you, tell you her. Already heard it. You're already talking to her. Just, just tell her. You're removing her autonomy in that situation. Yeah. Like, tell her. Like, you also made her be so much more mad. Maybe she was gonna get that mad already. Like, she's yeah. Jessica. Like, she's fiery. Whatever. But like, you made her 
spin circles around in her head thinking like what could he have possibly told her what was said did he propose to her like she has no idea what happened yeah and honestly jimmy should not have told chelsea that he loved her period but i do not think that he had his mind made up in that moment i don't know why he said that to her but i think he was still gonna choose jessica you think so? I think he was still going to choose Jessica. Uh, I and think you think he, it was that last conversation? It was, that, yeah, they had a fight. I see. Which is like, it just kind of shows yes. how weak Jimmy is. He should not have told Chelsea that he loved her. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I'm glad that Jess found out mm-hmm. and that it didn't, she didn't end up leaving with mm-hmm. him. Um, but I think Laura, like literally the way that she said it and did not like, I'm giving you this information, but I'm only giving you what I want you to have. Mm. It just like, I can imagine being Jessica and being like, I'm just crying and I don't even know why I'm crying. Right. Like, I want to know why. Yeah. This is, this is so big for me. I need to know. Let me parse through this information and find out if he's my man or not my man. Right. Like, Like, you don't have to make that decision for me. Yeah. Even though like, I completely, I get where Laura was coming from, but yeah, it was the wrong way to go about it. And she's not my favorite either mm, yeah yeah we'll get to there let's <laughs> actually let's get there let's get there now okay um laura jeremy and uh sarah ann basically laura and jeremy end mm-hmm. up together mm-hmm. um what did you think about their connection in the pods i don't think we saw much of them mm. first of all uh, maybe there's something that we're yeah. missing um i think that in the pods jeremy was straightforward mm-hmm. and i don't think he did anything i really don't feel like he did anything wrong yes um i really liked him in the pods in the pods i, I liked thought, him in the pods yeah yeah i thought he was straightforward i thought he handled the breakup with sarah ann extremely well yes he literally was just like it's just it's not you yeah like, I'm, I, my other connection is stronger i can't even tell you why you didn't do anything yeah. it's just feelings at this point like Very just straightforward what else can you say? Like, yeah. backtracking a second, the way that Kelsey, Kelsey Chelsea broke up with Trevor, where she just walks in there crying, being like, I can't give you all of me right now. Oh no, I picked someone else. Yeah. I can't give you all of me right now. And when Trevor, oh my God. Oh my God. When Trevor <laughs> asked her if you came in here first and I proposed to you. Excellent question. Would you have said yes? She didn't answer. And then he says, mm, that makes me feel bad for Jimmy. <laughs> Honestly, uh, love Trevor, a literal king. Yeah. Um, My gosh. Yeah. But I think like Jeremy mm-hmm. handled everything really well. Mm-hmm. I like that he asked Sarah Ann about what her politics were. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a conversation we see very often. He was yeah. just very much like, are we compatible or not? True, true. And I liked that. Yeah. Um, Laura in the pod struck me as like. Fine. She didn't rub me the wrong way except for that moment with Jessica. Right. But she did strike me as someone with a lot of like very serious icks. Where she was like, what what are you like in this situation? What are you like? Are you clean? Are you this? Are you that? Like she's someone who has a lot of like icks that are like deal breakers. Uh, I feel like she just wanted to get an idea. Yeah. But I don't think any of them were deal breakers per se. I didn't care too much about what she was saying in the yeah. pods to be honest like um she just seemed funny to me yeah for the most part it was after the pods which yeah became the issue so yeah if let's, you address let's that. leave the pods now yeah <laughs> um let's leave we've been talking about this for so long sorry yeah. y'all we have a lot to say um, yeah and i think everything that now is like just episode six basically so much happened in the yeah. last episode yeah um yeah our couples are going to the republican 
Republican Dominica. <laughs> Dominican Republic. Um, for their hunt, like pre-honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What did you think about like the couple's connections to each other? And DR? Um, I think AD and Clay are very attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm mostly going to focus on like three couples. Yeah, yeah. AD and Clay. And the other two. Yeah. Um, I haven't made my mind on them yet. I think I need to see mm-hmm. more of a progression in their relationship yeah. to say anything else. Um, for Jeremy and Laura, I feel like they vibed well up until the situation. Did you? I think Laura hates him. Really? It reminds me of Cole and Zenob. Okay. Okay. Like, I have no problem with a guy having, like, that childish golden retriever energy. Mm -hmm. Like, it might not be for me, Mm -hmm. but that guy is valid and there's someone for him. And there's also girls who are like that, who are, like, extremely, like, have that, like, playful energy. Right. Totally fine. Yeah. And I did not like the way that Laura was, like, treating him like he was less than her because of that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I do remember moments... um, uh, I think the one that stood out to me most was the fact that he liked wearing Hawaiian shirts. He told her that in the pods and she had such a, it was like a passive aggressive mm-hmm. kind of way of expressing that she didn't like the Hawaiian shirts and how she, he should dress more mature. Yeah. He, I think she said that at one point. Um, she was like, you look cute when you're dressed like an adult. Right. She made him stop wearing his glasses. He wears glasses really? and she stopped wearing his glasses they were like they were in the pool and he was like rubbing his face on the balloon and it was squeaking and he was like and she was like oh my god i can't believe i'm like is this my life now it's like girl just say you're boring yeah he's having fun he's doing something so harmless like chill like i don't know if you don't like that that's fine yeah and maybe to be fair maybe that's not who he was in the pots maybe he waited until he was outside to be goofy yeah i don't know yeah but it just, I don't, I don't like when people hate on people just for like having a personality. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the different from yours. That's it's, an ick. <laughs> it is an ick. Yeah. It's okay to want something different, but don't yeah. like try to change that person because yeah. they're great in their own way. You know. Um, I think Jeremy has the best personality out of any of the men on mm. this season. Mm. Um, genuinely. So. Yeah, I feel like I'd get along with him. He was just like fun, like straightforward. Yeah. Also funny, like doesn't take yeah. himself too seriously. I really appreciate those qualities yeah, a lot. Absolutely. Um Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. You can just cut the part off. Um Yes. And then Chelsea and Jimmy, mm-hmm. when they are together, mm-hmm. like from the moment they meet, you could tell obviously he's not into her. He mm-hmm. literally says, She lied to me. She doesn't look like Megan Fox. But he says, But I can work with that. God. Ouch, 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 ouch. Again, she yes. really set herself up bad with that. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, he's like telling her, he's like, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. She's clearly insecure as hell. And she is constantly asking him, are you a thousand percent sure you want to be with me? Are you sure? What kind of girls do you normally go for? You normally like smaller girls, right? He's like, I never said that. And she's like, yeah. have you ever dated someone with tattoos? Will your parents like me because I have t- tattoos and piercings? He's like, yeah, they're, they're fine. Like, they're going to like you. She's, I, like, putting all this onto him. The thing is, I think it's because she feels that he's over- overcompensating. He says it too much. Yeah. He says it too much. And I want to say, 
the way he complimented AD is different yes. than the way he complimented chelsea yeah so uh, yeah i want to talk about yeah. that so let's just fast forward then so yeah. the couples are doing their couple bonding and then they all meet mm-hmm. um and something happens when they all meet first of all chelsea was like gassing up ad to jimmy i think in private because mm-hmm. she was like i can't wait for you to meet ad like she's my best friend like she's so cool like you're gonna love her mm-hmm. you know um so they're all talking like separately and then privately jimmy says to Kel- chelsea that woman is stacked to ad which is bad yeah first of all yes for context ad has a body she yes. is undeniably gorgeous stunning and her way. body is actually insane mm-hmm. um but yeah he doesn't he doesn't even say her name he just says that woman is stacked Hated that, hated that, hated that, hated that. Yeah, I thought that was really gross for him to say to Chelsea. Yeah. It, so I think it was really gross. Mm-hmm. I do wonder, though, I don't think Jimmy's stupid. So it makes me wonder because we heard Chelsea gassing up AD, right? Mm-hmm. We hear then afterwards the way that Chelsea talks to AD about her body. It does make me wonder if beforehand she was telling Jimmy, like, my God, you have to see AD. Her body is crazy. Like, I cannot believe the way she looks. And then he's like, dude, that, you're right. Like, that woman over there is, like, stacked. Because you don't say that to your partner without, like, a certain rapport. Interesting. Like, you okay. have to have that kind of relationship with your partner where you're, like, commenting. Like, maybe uh... at the beach, you know, Chelsea was like, oh, my God, look at that girl over there. And he was okay. like, oh, wow. Or like, look at that guy. OK, OK. You know what I mean, I see what you're saying. So I, I feel like it's saying. super random for him to to his partner comment on someone else's body. It wouldn't be surprising to me if he did, though. Mm. Um, I do think he was a bit tipsy. <laughs> and I also think that he thought they were super, super secure. Mm-hmm, enough mm-hmm. to say something like that when in reality yes. chelsea's very very insecure i don't think he picked up on her insecurities he whatsoever did not um but yeah so he says that and then chelsea says i'm gonna tell her yeah ad how'd you get your butt to look like that yeah ad takes it very well she does a little dance for them she's yeah. like jim and jesus yeah you know but i thought it was also very weird of Chelsea to call that out in front of the entire party if you felt some type of way about Jimmy saying that talk to Jimmy about it I okay here's the thing with Chelsea in that moment I think she felt extremely insecure Mm -hmm. clearly she felt thrown off and insecure she even says that later yeah um and she wanted to she really did want to make it less awkward by just like saying it and right after that happened, she also kind of like stepped back and was like, oh, was that an awkward thing to say? Yeah. Like she was genuinely like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that, you yeah. know? And it being on live television like that, it's so easy for us, I think, to judge a moment. <sighs> but she's also human. I don't know. And I thought it was I thought it was very strange for her to call it, that out. It's and strange for sure. She didn't only say like as a friend, like, AD, mm-hmm. how do you get your body to look like that? Yeah. She said... Jimmy, Jimmy just said, said that you're stacked. Yeah. AD doesn't know Jimmy. Right. That's weird as hell because now AD's mm-hmm. like, what is up with your man? Like, what? Like, why is he looking at me like that? Which again, right? Jimmy, 
We could talk about Jimmy and how he yeah. should not have said that to her. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, like, he never meant for AD to know that he said that. Yeah. And to call out in front of the entire party, Jimmy just said this about you, is wild. Yeah. That's true. That's and that true. has got to make AD feel so uncomfy, even mm-hmm. though she acted cool about it. And then it just got worse. It did get worse. Because yeah. then Jimmy walks over to AD and they start blatantly flirting. In front what? Of Do you think they were flirting? Absolutely. And AD was flirting back. Point I actually blank. did think she was flirting at the end. I did think she was flirting at the end because she was like, we should talk some more later. I don't think she he was flirting. Was flirting. The whole time. I don't think and he, he was flirting though. He even twirled her. He twirled her in front of Chelsea. Personally, I think it was so so disrespectful. Okay. For Jimmy to do that in front of Chelsea. Yeah. And also for AD to speak to him like that towards I, the end. For the most part, I thought that he was just trying to like mm. make an awkward situation less awkward, mm. and I felt like they spent most of the time talking about Chelsea and Clay. Um, and I only noticed like the weird eye contact. That's how at the it very starts, end. though. Yeah. You talk about your partners because you want to be like. I don't oh. think they're attracted to each other, though. I think they are. What Jimmy? The eighty is attracted to Jimmy. Eighty was attracted to Matthew. She didn't see Matthew. Uh, yeah, but I think she is. I think she's attracted to. Also, Matthew was more attracted than Jimmy. That's true. Um, I don't think she's like crazy over him. I think she's definitely more attracted to Clay mm, for sure. Interesting. But I I felt like there was an attraction there, or maybe even if there wasn't, she was still flirting. Which interesting. Is, Let us know yeah. what y'all think. Listening, I keep forgetting yeah. there's like people listening. <laughs> I'm like, we're just getting into it now. <laughs> I know we're just going yes. off. Um. Okay, but then so. The thing about all this is this is not where the commentary about 80s body stops. Mm-hmm. Um, so at one point after all this happens, AD is sitting with Clay, Jeremy, and I want to say Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think it is Kenneth. I'm not Or maybe sure Johnny. One, one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. One of the guys in the stable relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, which we haven't like talked about that at all, but like honestly, all love. <laughs> We're just yeah. trying to to speed it up here, but yeah, oh, great. Um, yeah, and Jeremy is like talking about how like oh yeah, like Laura has said like nothing but like great things about you, Ad. Like she says, she even told me about like the bean dip. And Ad is like, oh, she told you told you about the bean dip. Mm-hmm. Like what? And. Clay's like, what's the bean dip? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Laura, like, tell AD. I told AD about the bean dip. You're trying to get me in trouble. So apparently a bean dip is like, I guess it's like a scoop. Because yeah. we had scooping. Like a boob scoop. Yes. Which is yeah. like in middle, in literally middle school, when people like come up and like touch your boob. Yeah. Without permission. Mm-hmm. From whenever that would happen to me again middle school mm-hmm. it was always girls doing it to girls mm-hmm. i don't know if in other places that's not the case mm-hmm. okay. um but that was in my experience and that literally got left behind in sixth grade mm-hmm. <laughs> i have not talked about that no into one did adulthood. that in high school no like that would have been sexual harassment no it it honestly even in middle school like, it was but it is no yeah considered it that, I guess, yeah like <laughs> so i guess Laura told Jeremy that he should bean dip AD. Yes. I guess in a private conversation, 
something about AD's body and that he should bean dip her when he meets her. And so Jeremy's like, yeah, Laura told me about the bean dip. It's like an inside joke between you two. And Clay's like, what the hell is a bean dip? Right. And they're talking about it. And Clay's like getting angry. Yeah. As he should. Yeah. AD's getting annoyed as she should. So then Laura is acting like Jeremy is the bad guy in this somehow. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy. Jeremy shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. It was no matter what, where that conversation went, it would have made yeah both of them, Clay and Ad, uncomfortable. Yeah, shouldn't have brought it up. But Laura even saying that to him, yes. What the hell? How are you ever, 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 ever gonna tell a man, any man, your partner, your brother, I don't care, any man, that he should go up and touch Mm -hmm. someone? Yeah. Are you? Oh, she's gonna think it's funny. And that's that's you know, I actually don't blame Jeremy in this at all because of the way that he acted afterwards and mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I felt him being uncomfortable. Mm. He literally was like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with her. I think that's super weird. I honestly think that he was like, wait, bean dip. And Laura was like, trust me, she's going to think it's hilarious. Like, it's a joke between us. Uh. Like, you should bean dip her. And he's like, bean because I noticed when he said it, he was like, almost like apprehensive. Yeah. He was like, yeah, Laura's been talking about she even told me about the bean dip like yeah. he said it like that do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i felt like laura was like the one who like she talked it up so much that he was like i guess i should bring it up like maybe she does uh, think it's funny okay because okay. also laura didn't just it wasn't the first time this came up okay because ad was like yeah she like she literally says she slapped the shit out of my titties like every time we were in the house yeah so laura was like constantly like touching ad which is also weird because they don't know each other that no. well and so another point I do really want to bring out about this whole situation, all of these body comments were about AD. Yes. The only black woman yes. there. And yes. that is a point that I didn't realize until my good friend Destiny brought it up to me, mm-hmm. yes. who is herself a black woman. Yes. So. Every single person who was involved in these conversations was white. Yes. It was all white couples talking about AD's body. It mm-hmm. was clearly them fetishizing her mm-hmm. down to the way that they were saying it. Talking about that woman. Yeah. She's stacked. She's built like a bookshelf. Like she's, oh, she's not even a person. She's objectifying her, her. Right. Oh. Um, the whole bean dip thing being like the first thing you should do when you meet her is mm. touch her. Like she's like on display mm. for you. That was so, so, so gross. Yeah. And it was so clear. And so earlier I was like defending Mm -hmm. Jimmy talking like with his comments about AD. And I Mm -hmm. want to be clear, like I'm wondering what the context of his relationship with Chelsea is that he feels comfortable commenting on another woman's body Mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm Because I could see like if you have that kind of rapport with your partner, AD is objectively beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's an objectively beautiful person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people might point out the obvious and be Mm -hmm. like oh my god she looks amazing yeah that i don't fault jimmy for like necessarily the fact that he called out how beautiful she is Mm -hmm. it's the fact that he literally said quote that woman is stacked yeah that's so true he immediately degraded her immediately right off the bat yeah and chelsea joined in yeah she's built like a bookshelf and after that when Chelsea called out the thing about like, oh, Jimmy said this. 
AD kind of like looked like she like laughed, but she kind of looked at them like, haha, like that. And Jimmy's right. like, I'm I'm so sorry. Like that was a private comment. And AD goes, it's okay. I'm used to it. Mm. Yeah. She was just trying not to. So picky. She was trying not to make it a big deal. Yeah. Because she I'm doesn't sure want to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks. It was so, 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 so gross. And I think, like, with the bean dip thing, like, that would be gross in any context. Yeah. I think Laura was so icky for that. Knowing that, again, she was literally doing that in the, in the, the pods, in the house. That she was just God. literally constantly touching up on AD. And it sounds like AD was not participating in this. I can't imagine that. What makes you think that you have a right? To just, like, touch her. No, that's so gross. And you know what? When AD tried to hold her accountable, mm-hmm. the whole time, she was just blaming Jeremy. Yes. She was not getting it. Yes. Like, AD was saying it multiple times. Oh, it might not be a big deal to you. It's a big deal to him. It's mm-hmm. a big deal to Clay. Mm-hmm. Which, in reality, I think the only reason she was saying that was because she didn't want to, like, want there to be tension between them because it was a big deal for ad too she just didn't want to say it and i think also like honestly unfortunately if people aren't humanizing you you Mm. need to appeal to somebody that they might like maybe they'll give more respect to clay than they're giving to me Um. like it makes me think of like when men Mm-hmm. will catcall you mm-hmm. but they won't catcall you, you if you're walking with a man and it's not because they respect right. you it's because they respect him yeah like she's like i can't get them to humanize me for me yeah so maybe I if see. i put it uh, that's how i saw it of like mm-hmm. she has to put it into perspective of like how clay's gonna feel about this that makes me so i don't know i don't want to like speak for her but that's yeah. like how i i saw in any case i saw her being clearly like upset about it like this is not right and it was very clear to me yeah. that she was what she was saying and laura was just like right over her head yeah. I, I think it was intentional i think laura knew that she messed up and she didn't want to take responsibility for it so she blamed it all on jeremy i think she knew that she messed up but i don't think she knew to what extent like i still she did, don't think yeah, that she that's knows for sure. that it was like completely inappropriate i think the only thing she thinks is inappropriate is the fact that she told jeremy to do it i don't right. think she thinks it's inappropriate that she was doing it right that she told jeremy about it that she right. was talking about mm-hmm. ad or viewing ad in that way mm-hmm. i don't think she she got any of that i completely agree yeah yeah it was really gross and but i will say like i did feel i at least in that conversation i didn't feel any type of way about jeremy because like the way he was mm. like talking to like when he told ad about it he seemed like I don't know if I should be saying this, but I was mm-hmm. told to say this. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe more foresight would have been excellent. Um, but like even afterwards, like him talking to Clay and the guys afterwards, like I'm I don't know why like she told me to say that. Like I'm really sorry. Like it was mm-hmm. really weird. I don't know what the hell's wrong with her. Like maybe some people would say that he was like deflecting, and I could see that too, potentially. But I yeah. I honestly was like Laura, you're really going to act like Jeremy is the childish one? Mm -hmm. I feel like I had a very negative opinion of Jeremy during that time. Like, Mm -hmm. when I first saw the episode, I was like, oh, he's, like, he's not taking any responsibility, blah, blah, blah. But then after, you know, Destiny pointed that out to me, I was like, oh, yeah, Laura was, like, fully in the wrong here. And 
Jeremy's probably over it. Mm-hmm. He probably knows more about Laura than the others do. And you can see that he's visibly over it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think my opinion has definitely changed. Yeah. And okay. afterwards, they fight about it, too. We see yeah. Laura and Jeremy fighting about it. And she is just still not taking an ounce of responsibility. Yeah. She's more just like, why would you? You can't tell that that was just a private joke. It's not a private joke. If you told me do this to somebody, I don't know you well enough. To yeah, know that that's a joke. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, like that's not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't. Okay, and also I want to talk about um Jimmy and Chelsea after they get back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I feel like what Jimmy did was completely disrespectful, mm-hmm. and. I think it's completely valid for Chelsea to bring it up to Jimmy. What I hated was how Jimmy responded to that. Mm. He, to me, seemed like he was just playing victim again. Mm. He was not understanding what Chelsea was trying to say at all. Um, And I don't think he took full responsibility for it the way he should have. And at the same time, I think Chelsea doesn't want to lose him. She wants to hold on to him so mm. strongly that she's willing to play into that, you know, play into his victim mentality, mm. um, which is what I saw. Like she she was like she got no kind of a, she got I don't even know if it was really an apology, but she didn't really get the apology that she deserved and she didn't get the accountability she deserved. But mm. she still was like pulling him in and consoling him when he was saying, oh, this isn't fair to me. Interesting. Yeah. I have to admit, I was kind of tuned out by that point. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, but that's interesting. I'll have to watch that part mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see where this will go. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you want to give, like, predictions for who you think will stay together? Or who um, will at least say I do at the altar? Okay. So I definitely... I think the two other couples... Oh, yeah. I think they're going to say I do. Who knows? Um... Clay and AD. Um, I'm gonna say yes. Mm. Jimmy, Chelsea, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then Laura and Jeremy, no. Yeah, I think Laura and Jeremy, hell no. Yeah. Jimmy and Chelsea, hell no. Yeah. AD and Clay, I could see it being a yes. Yeah. But I could also see Clay saying the wrong thing one too many times and ad how direct she is just being like you know what i'm not your mom yeah you know and just kind of being like i can't do this i could which would be totally fair i could see it yeah Yeah. for sure so i'm curious about that but i think definitely at least kenneth and Brittany and johnny and amy will make it i think johnny and amy for sure Mm. uh kenneth and Brittany. I'm not completely sure. I think mm. they have really good communication right now and they seem really good together. Um, but the teaser kind of made me mm. I know that like the teasers aren't always accurate mm-hmm. and they definitely like the producers were producing, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I think they definitely have more there's more conversations that are to be had between them. Like yeah. also at one point in the um party, A D pulls Kenneth aside. Which I loved how, like, straight she was with him. Oh, yeah. Um, And she was just like, have you guys had any conversations about, like, 
the fact that when you have children, like, she will be raising black children. Yeah. Like, have you talked about this? And he was like, no, like, I think we should. Because that was, like, one thing I noticed in the pods. You know, they did have a conversation about race. And both mm-hmm. of them basically said that they had never been in an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, And I felt like the way that Brittany responded to that was kind of just, like, I don't care what you look like. Like, very much like a colorblind approach right. to things. Um, like, not understanding the implications of The implications of the that. Man. Like, yeah. how deeply interwoven that is mm-hmm. into, like, his person, his identity, yeah. and, like, what their future will look like, which I think are, like, really important mm-hmm. conversations to have. Yeah. I don't know. I still feel like they'll make it. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that those conversations will happen and be mm-hmm. fruitful. Brittany seems lovely. Yeah. Um, from what we've seen so far and mm-hmm. Kenneth also seems really lovely yeah um, so yeah yeah I, I hope they'll make it I have a positive outlook I think they will make it um but the one I'm sure about is Johnny and Amy Johnny they're so cute oh my god they're adorable he is such a golden retriever yeah so so cute yeah yeah well, hello, <laughs> well. Uh, I think we talked about that a little bit longer than we had intended to. We were like, we'll just throw it in at the end of the episode. Yeah, I think it was the episode, <laughs> yeah. the whole episode. <laughs> um, but let us know what you thought mm-hmm. um, what you thought about Love is Blind, if you have any different takes from us, what you thought about the structure of this episode. Do you like yeah. the reality TV? Do you hate it? Yeah. Let us know what you think. Let us know. We want to know. Comment, please. Comment. <laughs> talk to us. Um, should we tuck them in? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, just like in the pods of Love is Blind, I hope that you've all fallen in love with us just from our voices and that you fall asleep thinking of us, dreaming of us, and waiting for the day that we all get married and ride off into the that's a good turn. I was yeah. gonna be like, "Wow, Emily, that was such a good tie-in." Yeah, we're just all <laughs> in love on bedbeds. <laughs> um, but yeah, sleep tight, everyone, and don't let the bedbeds bite. Don't let the bedbeds bite unless you want them to, just from the sound of their voices. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>